Hello everyone, Assalamu alaikum, hope you're all fine, healthy, and safe. Um, I'm trying that my voice should be as stable as possible, but um, apologies in advance if uh, my voice comes a bit, a bit distorted or something. Um, probably something to do with the fact that I'm talking after a, a quite a long time of silence maybe or I don't know but my lips seem to be um, sort of smacking against each other and I feel as if I'm in mumbling more and enunciating a bit poorly so apologies in advance. So today actually I was having a chat with uh, a with family you know um, we were talking about hardships and all and I was trying to tell the elders in the family that um, they need to realize that life has become harder on various levels for kids and they need to understand that no matter what hardships they faced in their lives it was still their lives were still much simpler compared to lives or compared to life today. Um, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, the older generation talks about financial hardships and, you know, but they don't seem to understand that hardships are subjective. Happiness and sadness cannot be universalized, it cannot be objectified. These are subjective to the individuals facing them. And that is something that every religion has also stressed about. So I really sometimes find it very hard to understand why people fail to get this because it's pretty much common sense really. How many of us remember what people have said or done as opposed to how much they've made us feel because at the end of the day, if we remember what people have said to us, it's because we remember what it made us feel like when they said that particular thing to us. And life has become harder. We need to accept it. Life was much simpler before. It needs to be accepted. What were luxuries then? have priorities now, but at the same time, to belittle the hardships that the coming generation will face is ignorance, because the coming generation is going to face all kinds of problems that the previous generations actually took for granted. For example, the previous generation took the environment for granted. They took a stable climate for granted. They took development for granted. And they took it for granted that if they would work in a certain way, they would achieve results. Now, all those rules and all those laws that were taken for granted are now thrown out the window. They, they don't apply anymore. All that education that was taken for granted, it's thrown out the window, it doesn't apply anymore. And we aren't even ready to fix it. 
So the next generation will grow up in chaos. It's already growing up in chaos. They will have job problems. They will have financial problems. They will have social problems. They will have psychological problems. They will have environmental problems. So yes, their hardship is going to be more than ours. Because we've already sort of verified this as a confirmed fact that each generation is mentally worse off than the previous one. Each generation is more mentally and psychologically unstable than the previous one. And that has a lot to do with the environment. And by environment, we don't, we're not talking about the world's climate. By environment here, we're talking about the environment, the social environment that people are being subjected to. These are facts, whether you like to agree with them or not. Okay, it is also a fact that what may be hardship to one person may not be considered hardship to another. So when people try to compare other people's distresses and say, oh, look at others, look at those around you, their lives are harder than yours. You should be thankful for what you have. I think that is the height of ignorance. That is the height of ignorance. Why? Because even God has stressed upon this, that he gives hardships to people and the hardships will be subjective. Why? Because what may be painful for you may be nothing to me. What may be painful to me may be nothing to you. So for some people, financial hardships are hardships, but for some people, they don't really care. They live positively and they have a wonderful life, even though they may be financially constrained. That's because they have a more positive environment in which they're living. They have that warmth. They have that positive family vibes going on. As opposed to those who may have a roof over their head and a huge mansion, but they're completely unhappy. Why? Because the environment, the environment has caused them distress. The environment in which they're living has proved to be of discomfort to them. So even though they're rich, they feel poor. Even though they have a mansion, they feel they're homeless. Even though they have money, they feel they're worthless. So don't compare other people's distresses or happinesses and don't universalize them because they're not universal at all. You may forget what people have said and done to you, but you will never forget how they make you feel. And this is something that people seem to intentionally ignore or discard because they know that most we're all guilty of making people feel either humiliated or distressed or belittled. And we want to discard it and, and you know, claim it to be of unimportance because that is life. Well, you know, then financial restraints are also life. Hardships are also life. Everything is life. Don't put it all down to that and belittle it. Belittling somebody's pain is even worse than belittling somebody 
that causes more distress. When you are mentally disturbed, then that distress is irreparable. That is the kind of distress that you cause somebody that cannot even be compensated by God. You know, there are certain forms of losses and harm that you and you cause other people. They cannot be compensated even by God. You need to understand that. When you put somebody through anguish or agony or when you create so much bitterness in somebody's heart, that is forever. Why? Because you won't even try to fix it. And when you do try to fix it, you end up making it worse because number one, you're always too late, most probably. And number two, you again try to belittle them in the process. It's like telling somebody, I don't understand why you feel the way you feel. I didn't even say this thing, you know. I, I don't even understand why you're so sensitive. But, you know, I'll apologize. Yeah, you know what? Keep that apology to yourself. That isn't an apology. You just belittled that person's pain. Pain and happiness are personal. You need to understand that. Hardships are personal. You need to understand that. You need to learn to respect each other as human beings. Be considerate towards each other as human beings. Why? Because we need to remember that this world is temporary. And we all have temporary roles. Our relationships our friendships, our acquaintanceships, these are all temporary and they really have nothing to do with our real lives, the lives that we came from, that those same lives that we have to go back to, but they will impact our lives. So which would you rather have? A very nice comfortable eternity or a very nice comfortable temporary life I mean it's an obvious choice isn't it to me I would rather want to have a more comfortable life my own real life I wouldn't want to jeopardize that and so I need to remember and I need to remind myself over and over again that whatever I am in whatever capacity I am here, it's temporary. The whole point of being here is to justify my role, do something good about it, make an impact so that I can go back to my life easily without any problems. So we have to remember that our relationships come last. What comes first is us recognizing the fact that we're all individuals, we're all equal, we're all human beings who have nothing to do with each other in our real lives. So we're thrown together here. We should do the best we can. And really the best we can do 
is not hurting each other's feelings, not creating resentment and darkness in each other's hearts, not creating bitterness. Believe me, one can forget financial hardships, one can forget material hardships, one can forget physical hardships, but that mental distress, that, that hardship, can never be forgotten forever. It stays forever. And this is why we always tell our parents as well when we try to talk about parenting. We always try to remind parents that it's not what you do or what you say, but it's how you make your children feel that lasts forever. So when parents usually complain about, oh, we've done so much for our kids and look at how thankless they are. Well, you know, I'll tell you the truth. The bitter truth is, the logic behind it is, you gave birth to your children, they didn't ask you to. You gave them the life that you wanted to, they didn't ask you to. Okay? Most of the time you controlled their lives and they lived according to you. And with so, when you keep on making them feel as if they owe you, as opposed to the fact that it is your duty and your responsibility towards them, instead of making them feel warm and wanted, if you keep on making them feel as if they're, they should be grateful to you because you've done a huge favor on them, that resentment sets in and it builds up because ultimately they're just going to turn around and think we didn't ask them to give birth to us we didn't ask them to bring us to this world we didn't ask them to do anything you know so why should we listen to all that why should we be controlled and yes why should they be controlled they are human beings as parents, our responsibility is, our real responsibility, is to help make the next generation capable enough to live their own lives so that they can be in control of their lives and start off where we're finished. You know, as in Islam, there the Prophet and Hazrat Ali and Hazrat Umar, they've all said this in their own way again and again, that you were born for your time, your children were born for a time ahead. Do not try to teach them about your time. They need to learn about the time that has yet to come. And they keep telling us not to talk about the past to the future generation because the past doesn't work anymore for them. They are for times ahead. They're the future. And time changes. What applied to our parents don't apply to us and what's, a, what's applying to us right now won't apply to the next generation. So it's absolute stupidity and ignorance to push our whatever applied to us, those applications to push them on to the next generation. It's stupidity, sheer stupidity.
So we need to be very, very careful. We need to be extremely careful in how we deal with other people. We need to remind ourselves that we're human beings first and we have a responsibility towards other human beings to be considerate towards them. To be considerate towards their feelings. And then we need to take that responsibility of helping those people realize the importance of, again, being considerate towards others. And this is how you build a more positive society. This is how you, you, this is what you should think about when you say think global or act global, you know. This is it. It's not what you normally try to define when you say think global, act global. No, this is actually thinking globally and acting individually and globally. You need to understand that. We need to understand that. We need to remind ourselves that. That as human beings, we have a responsibility to make sure that other human beings are allowed to live their lives just the way we want to live our lives. And we need to understand that Every individual is an individual, so we cannot group them, we cannot group our emotions, we cannot group our feelings, we cannot teach other people how to feel in a way that suits us. We have to be considered towards how they feel, keeping in mind how we would feel if somebody did something to us. Or for us and we need to stop thinking that what makes us happy must make other people happy or because we can't do one thing for one person we need we should do something else that we would rather like done for us and expect others to be happy you know it's like somebody wants just for example if somebody wants a house and you say, well, you know, I cannot give you a house. But you should be very grateful to me that I'm giving you a cycle. You know, that's not how it works. Or if somebody wants to be independent, make their own money, and you force them to let go of their career and all their opportunities, and then you say, you know, be grateful to me that you have a house that you can live in. Be grateful to me that I'm providing you with a roof over your head. I mean, you, you can't do these things to other people. You can't. You can't humiliate and degrade other people. You can't disrespect them. And you can't force people to like what you like or dislike what you dislike because these are all subjective 
these are all emotions and feelings we need to be a little more careful in the way we treat each other it is as simple as that okay so i have tried this um sort of an an echoey sort of a, a surrounding for this podcast for this episode i would love to see the outcome of it um i hope i wouldn't have to re-record this whole episode <laughs> uh, sleep tight everyone have a wonderful time have wonderful days ahead um have sweet dreams stay safe stay healthy good night and for the hafiz